This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Indians looking to avoid the sweep against the Padres. Brad Mills once again managing the team. Terry Francona remains in the hospital due to lightheadedness. We pick up the action first inning. Josh Tomlin facing Will Myers. And he lines one to center. Going back is Zimmer. Dives and makes another great catch. Had to leave his feet and made another great catch. Runner at third. Two down in the first. The Indians holding on to a 1 0 lead. Ramirez shoots one high and deep to right. Renfro is out of room. It's out of here. They've scored more runs in the first inning tonight than they did in the first two games combined. He drives this one to right center field, and it is gone. Home run number 18 for Edwin. Indians eight, Padres two. Jose Ramirez has had another big game. He swings and hits a bullet to center base hit. In to score, Encarnacion. Ramirez in a rundown between first and second. Tagged out, but he has his third hit and third RBI of the night. Tomlin has set down eight in a row again. Ground ball to first. Well, you can't be a whole lot better than Tomlin has been tonight. The Indians avoid the sweep, hammering the Padres 11-2. Edwin Encarnacion, four hits and four runs scored. Brad Mills, filling in for Terry Francona, spoke after. Those first four innings, I know he didn't give up any hits, but I mean, the uh, obviously the pitch count was down, but the way he went about it and, and moved the ball around, changed speeds, that was, uh, it was outstanding. And, you know, um, they started getting hits a little bit later on, but the way he was able to command the zone, work quick, uh, he didn't have to, you know, there was no traffic because of, because of the hits, obviously, but at the same time, he, he really did a good job. Brian, what was different tonight with the offense? It seemed like everybody uh, seeing the ball well at the plate and it, it sure did. You know the uh, the approach. I know the the hitting coaches have been talking to him a little bit about their approach and and looking at things and 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 so. But that was probably the biggest thing. Go ahead and take the the uh, the hits to the opposite field. You know, don't don't just try to pull everything. And uh, I mean, we we pulled some balls, but we sure had a lot of hits to the opposite field. And the way they the way they stayed on the ball uh, was just. You know, they hadn't done that in a while. Even though we had 14 hits last night, 14 hits tonight, the approach with runners on and in scoring position was pretty nice because of that. Nice to see Jan have the type of night he did between not drew a walk and then also have the hard contact. You know, uh, the hard contact was good. I, I thought his approach tonight, you know, we talked about everybody's approach, but his approach, he was much softer, you know, the, in the, with, with how he was going about it, seeing the ball much better. And he was able to really put some good swings on the ball. Uh, he needed that for his confidence, obviously, and and uh, that was just a nice, nice approach that he had. That just about everybody had. No. That one, I mean, he kind of had to greet you, and then kind of tailed off a little bit. Is it good to see him have the night? Well, it's good to see him have the night. But even Edwin, you know, what three of his hits, you know, were going the other way, and then he was able to hit that home run, which was just on the 
obviously on the right side, but just the way the way his approach was all night long, and he was able to square some balls up doing that, and it was uh, it was sure nice to see. With uh, Ramirez, he's got thrown out at home twice <laughs> and third base tonight. <laughs> what do you? I mean, I know his aggressiveness is good. We had all kinds of guys wondering if he made the all invisible team or something, you know. <laughs> and and then we were. Uh, you know, we were thinking about measuring the bases, make sure they were 90 feet, not 95, you know, <laughs> because it just seemed like that uh, he was, you want a guy to be uh, aggressive and, and take the extra base uh, when it starts adding up, obviously, um, and you're not swinging the bat like he is, it becomes an issue. But at the same time, uh, being thrown out on a consistent basis, that's not exactly, we want to kind of be under control maybe a little bit more. You said less. You said last night that guys maybe were, were starting to press a little bit. Is the hope of the night like tonight that maybe guys then start to relax? Yeah, the, well, the, you know, we had so many hits from from our middle of our lineup. You know, you look at Brantley, uh, Edwin, you know, Hosey, um, you know, and, and Chiz as well. But at the same time, the middle of that order, man, uh, really swung the bats well. And the guys uh, at the bottom were getting on. Zim, you mentioned Jan. Uh, so those guys were on, which wasn't the case. You know, we had 14 hits last night, wasn't the case. So it was nice to kind of get everybody kind of contributing and, and uh, putting it together. Have you heard anything about Tito? You know, we don't have any updates yet. Uh, we're hoping we'll, you know, hopefully we, we get those, uh, if not later on tonight. It's kind of late now probably, but uh, hopefully uh, we hear something pretty quick. Josh Tomlin gets the win, going seven-plus innings, allowing two runs, striking out six. It's huge for me being a guy that's not very powerful. It's um, I have to control the count as much as I can. Obviously, there are certain situations where you don't want to control the count. You want to try to pitch around guys. And, but for me, controlling the count as much as I can and following Gomer's glove is, is huge. And we were able to do that tonight, and I was able to command the ball. And um, fortunately enough, I was able to go deep in the game and help us win the game. The last time on the breaking ball was a little bit of an issue, but mm -hmm. having that in your arsenal just to kind of take guys off your, your fastball. Yeah, it's, it's, it's huge because it's such a separator for a fastball. For me, I'm a heavy fastball cutter guy, so to be able to have that differential in speed to kind of slow guys down whenever my changeup's not very good. And I think I threw maybe two or three changeups all night, and they, were, they weren't very quality pitches. So to be able to have that curveball, to have that different speed, um, just keeps them off balance that much more and it makes the fastball in and up play a little bit better a little bit you know you can get weak contact with that or swing and miss especially if the curveball is for a strike and for a ball when you need it to be. When you're able to command the curve how does that impact the cutter and the ability to command within the zone because when you're it seems like over the last five starts or so you, know, you were going outside the zone a little bit. Yeah I think whenever I'm able to command the curveball especially for two strikes or behind in the count to be able to throw a curveball in there and get a strike. I think it makes them have to expand in the cut a little bit more, especially if you start on the plate and it ends up away. If you're in bad counts or you're not throwing a breaker ball for a strike and they can kind of see the fastball and cutter spin quite often, then you're probably not going to get very many chases whenever you just miss off the plate. And that's a huge part of my game is to try to get guys to get outside of the zone a little bit and try to get big or, um, you know, maybe try to get in defensive count, defensive swing because they're in a good. I'm in a good count with them, and maybe they expand a little bit trying to do something, and, and they don't barrel it up. That's the only thing I'm trying to do out there is obviously trying to miss as many barrels as I can. That way, hopefully, I can go deep into a game and our defense can work. Josh, Tito's got such a big presence 
here. How, how much are you guys thinking about him um, while he's been out and how different the things seem to be? We think about him all the time. Um, you know, he's probably still got a big part of what's going on in here on a daily basis. Um, I bet he's not too too happy in the hospital on a, on a daily basis, but um, we keep in contact. Um, but then the guys on the team will text him and talk to him and just kind of keep him in the loop, talk to him. But um, yeah, he's you know we need him at the helm here. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, he's, he's a big part of our success. He, he knows the game and he knows the players really well and. Um, his presence alone has that sense of calm in the dugout, and you know we obviously want his health to be be fine first before he comes back. But um, we're reaching at the, we're reaching at the bit to get him back. No doubt about it. Lonnie Chisenhall finished with three RBIs in the win. It's one of those things, you know. Offense is there one night, and the next night it's not. You know, it, we do feed off of each other, so that's a contributor. But having those good at bats, and then you know the, the previous two games, those guys did a good job with sinker balls, and you know limiting us to you know a lot of singles and things like that so we had our fair share of hits just didn't scratch many runs and you know tonight we were able to get across the plate a few times what's it like watching up close and personal edwin and then hosey just can you're hitting right behind them so you're standing up close and personal it's like a video game almost watching it from our standpoint what's it like for you you know i i got one of the best seats in the house to see it happen i've, I've been fortunate to hit behind him for you know two years now and you know, he's always on base. He's always working counts. It's a it's a benefit to everybody where you know I'm able to see you know the pitcher's best stuff thrown to him and use that to my advantage. And you know, not to mention he he's on second base quite a bit. So you know, he does a great job for us. He's you know that five hole's perfect for him. The way he handles the bat, hits with runners on. You know, he can you know, he could probably hit leadoff too. But you know, we like where he's at. Up next, the Indians begin a series at home against the Tigers on Friday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.